Hi, I'm Frances Robertson Ritchie. Welcome to today's episode of The Explored Life, More Than Yoga. If you haven't already come across Rachel James's oasis of a plant shop, Pot and Vessel, which is based locally in Folkestone and also on Instagram and Facebook, you are really missing out. I'm so looking forward to catching up with her to talk about how she has navigated her career change and followed her passion. Building a business will always have its own unique challenges, but the benefits of having some kind of an outlet or a purpose is so rewarding. Morning, Rachel. Isn't this lovely? Morning, nice and bright and early. <laughs> I know. I know. Sorry, I have to try and do it before the kids get up. They, um, yeah, get it all done, and then I can focus on them. <laughs> you know what it's like. I do. I do. The struggle. We often do this little chat, don't we? Normally face to face with a nice cup of coffee, and we have a little chat together, don't we, about um, working and running a business as a busy mum and a woman and all those things we first set up didn't we we set up before both of us in our previous incarnations had our little meetings um I think it's Friday mornings wasn't it every other Friday just to just to have an opportunity to talk about something other than our families and our children because we were both you know you had the twins and um, I had the boys, so that that was it. that was a lifeline, I think, for me personally, to be able to have that space to to not feel judged for talking about my need to have a business or something other than than the kids, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and it's developed, and look at us now. <laughs> we are in lockdown, still able to <laughs> communicate. However, you are open now, right? You've just opened. Um, today's going to be my first open day so um yeah uh, uh yeah who knows I mean it's I've been very very fortunate um I was able to trade um through Facebook through uh Instagram through all the other social platforms um and do free deliveries for people so um I've, I'm very grateful for that people kept us very busy um I became a delivery service which um turns out I'm not cut out for delivery driving <laughs> Really stressful. I have a new respect for the drivers on the road. Um, but yeah, we've 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 been busy and yeah, today we're opening. We're gonna be opening 10 till 2, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturdays initially, and um see how we go from there, really. It's um it's a new world for everyone, isn't it? And see yeah. I loved your post, I just caught it this morning, where you were sort of thanking your customers and explaining, you were talking about all the different things you've been involved with, like you've been sort of delivering little secret, you know, gifts and babies. It was so moving, you know, people were phoning and saying, you know, are you are you open? I don't know if you're open. Um, is there any way, you know, I've walked past your shop, I've seen a plant, I'd love to reach out to, you know, someone, it's their birthday, we had several, I did two big 40th birthdays actually for people, um, but very lucky wives with, with husbands who, who had some big plans, delivered some big plants and um, and just, just the little ones, you know, just little tiny little gifts to people with little handwritten notes and the funny thing was, obviously, people couldn't see, so we were photographing and then trying to match pots and plants and, and do it all over our phones, really. Yeah, it was lovely. 
it was it's, really heartwarming and I have to say it kind of took me through the darker times I think that so many people were feeling I didn't feel so isolated because although I wasn't seeing people I was ringing bells and waving through windows and and delivering lovely surprises to people so um yeah that was it was a real privilege actually it was lovely that's so nice I love it what I was interested in really talking to you about this morning is some you know and it's what we talk about all the time is this idea of as um a mum uh trying to or not even necessarily as a mum you don't as a woman who has you know this sort of need and drive for a creative outlet and when I say creative outlet I don't necessarily mean like that you're going to be a drawing something and selling it but you know I've always been driven by this need to do something for myself yeah I can't even really articulate it that well you know I just knew and it was it goes quite way back even when you know I was working in jobs I always had a certain frustration with being sort of hemmed in by that institution of a job and always felt like this dream I guess you call it to be doing something for myself not knowing what that ever would be and sort of feeling quite hopeless about it often, you know, thinking, oh, well, what, what would I do? And this journey that sort of you and I have both taken in parallel, really, time-wise, of yeah. being able to realise that outlet, creative outlet, and um, being able to be self-sufficient. And it's interesting how so it, this isn't just a mum thing but it's interesting how I think for me after having children it, that almost gave me the push to do it I don't know if you want something done ask a busy mum mm. and I think that's so true it's it's when our time got squeezed even more it focused me you know I'm I'm a relentless faffer I just I overthink things. I don't, I'm not necessarily a doer. I've been very fortunate in my career previously in having really good teams around me and really good assistants. And um, I worked as an art director for many years and had a fantastic production manager. Um, And having that team and that person to bounce off and to push things along. um, And I think having children, it it narrowed my time. Um, And so the time I did have felt more precious. And I think you come back fighting and you know in a in a positive way <laughs> yeah. kind of, you know I, I need something for me here yeah. um, and I you know we were both very fortunate that you know our paths have gone I don't know whether with you but with me this wasn't necessarily what I 100% set out to do I don't think I really knew um, but yeah you work hard you keep you keep going um, and yeah here we are yeah yeah so just um Tell us a bit about your journey. What were you doing before you had kids? What was your background? Um, Well, I worked as a stylist and an art director and a picture editor. So I worked in publishing um, and I spent a long time working in stock photography. So I traveled a lot doing that. I was very fortunate, traveled the world. Um, And it was a a, a very kind of engrossing lifestyle, um, which wouldn't have suited having kids really so I mean I I had my children late I had my son when I was 39 so I'd had quite a selfish life up until then I'd done exactly what I wanted um so it came as quite a shock I have to say suddenly having children I remember actually announcing to my former colleagues that I was having a year off to have a baby um 
somehow thinking that was going to be like a holiday or something <laughs> I don't know where you know what I was thinking yeah um, had to be quite a, a, a quite a tricky year actually <laughs> um as it turns out but um and then coming to Folkestone there wasn't very much um need for art directors down here and uh, that was around the last recession um so I've been back down here and I, I grew up in Folkestone but I've been back down here now um for nearly 12 years so um, I did a few jobs, jobs locally. Um, and then this was never meant to be a shop. You know, I was quite adamant I didn't want a shop because I felt that was another commitment that I couldn't give to. Plus I had no retail experience. I've never done this before. <clears throat> so the learning COVID curve is, is huge, isn't it? You know, we've yeah. both had that. Um, and I think that the loneliness, it's, it's quite lonely, isn't it? Starting your own business. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it started off as just doing pop-ups and market stores, which is what I initially thought I could manage around the family, having having two young boys. Um, and then the shop actually was was quite a surprise. I, I moved into new premises on Dover Road, next to where I am now, um, and it was just meant to be a storage place uh, and my workshop because I do installations for businesses and stuff. Um, and people started banging on the window um, and that's how the shop evolved. I kind of opened it and, and we went from there really. So we're now in the new space next door, um, which is the go. And, yeah, yeah, I saw it. So that's it really. Um, I mean, it's interesting how it grows. Um, like you say, it grows these things kind of once they've got a little bit of momentum, it doesn't necessarily turn out the way you plan it, you know, and things grow quite organically, don't they? Just like you say, you've, um, you know, it's not exactly as you envisaged it, but look where you are now and how wonderful it is. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's still lots to do and lots to learn. Um, and, you know, yeah, it, but I think the important thing is to enjoy it, isn't it? Um, yeah. To enjoy it and instead of trying to fight, you know, going back to the to the being a mum thing, instead of trying to fight it, I've learned that from you actually a lot, Francis, is you involve your kids. You know, I, I remember when you first started doing videos and, and films and stuff, and you'd have the kids walking around and I'm like, how can she focus? But you just let that, and it worked. Whereas I think I'm guilty of, of trying to separate the two sometimes. I, tr I still want to focus just on the work. Uh, and then it never works when I do that. So in fact, lockdown where I was using this with the kids, the shop became our classroom for a little bit, um, which I'm not gonna pretend worked all the time. <laughs> um, but on the occasions it did, it was lovely. You know, we could we could use this space and it became a bit of a sanctuary. Um, and like you say, it to just, just to, to, to not fight it um yes yeah, so i very naturally split stuff and try to keep them separate but so it's it's very much a learning thing and it it does help though to be more relaxed yeah <laughs> be yeah, more relaxed yeah. and allow things to happen and think to yourself actually people don't mind that i'm a mum as well you know exactly. <laughs> i think that's so important and i think i pretend that i'm not and i'm really professional but that comes from my job where i did feel like i had to sort of pretend to be someone yeah. else at work right. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, and I think for me, it's, it's not that I necessarily had to. I had the privilege of being just me and my team, and I could, I could act on anything when I needed to, because um, I only had myself to think about. Um, yeah. You know, that's not the case now, and having to, to, to change mindsets, I think, between, you know, between work focus and the children, um, and I'm always, you know, especially with, with things like Instagram, where you watch, you know, other people that you follow. And the kids are around and there's chaos and stuff's going on. 
and it's fine it's okay yeah. it's real and I think really. you, are real. you can't pretend you know and, and I don't want to pretend anymore what's and all isn't it <laughs> absolutely yeah absolutely I think that's a really good point you don't want to uh, tired of pretending and actually mm. that is part of this sort of journey for me of more authentic happiness you know yeah. stop break down these sort of barriers and um this facade of um perfection <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i wouldn't be able to keep it up so there's no way <laughs> no i mean i never really had a facade of perfection to be fair but <laughs> i tried to have one i know we we, we can and hope it's but, no. liberating when you let that go to a certain extent yeah. going back to this idea of of why but perhaps going through the journey of becoming a mum maybe spurs this on this idea of like wanting to do something for yourself as well it was hard like you say there's no jobs or there weren't very many jobs that I could have got locally so having to trying to do something more family friendly I was almost forced to do something it had to be something that I was yeah. going to be um sort of doing myself and I think that's the case for a lot of mums in that you know perhaps the job that they had before they realized that isn't it isn't as family friendly as they'd like it to be so that's when you get people starting to try and think about what they can do you know because you don't want to I mean I used to leave the house at, before the kids woke up yeah. going to London and then I'd be home and they'd be in bed and I just thought yeah. there's something this isn't right yeah. <laughs> this isn't working you know and also just like run ragged and super stressed out and I think it's quite a common theme isn't it yeah um, definitely definitely so I just sort of thought it's really great to hear your story and see where your progress and and where you are now and so many people love your shop I want to sort of like let people know that it is possible you know isn't it it's possible and I think I think being flexible is the key isn't it being flexible um and you know yeah it's it's a huge learning curve. Um, I think that, and I think what's been amazing is the support. Folkestone's got a really strong, you know, with the Creative Quarter, there's a really strong set of independent businesses down there. Um, and lots of us are all the same. We're all first time shop owners. We're all first time, um, you know, owners of businesses. And the support and the sort of camaraderie between them has been amazing. Um, and even, you know, outside of Folkestone, I've got contacts in Whitstable, um, all over the place, uh, deal. And, you know, we all help each other. And that's you, if you can tap into that and, and find your community, because yeah. it is lonely. Otherwise, it is lonely. And, um, you know, sometimes I'm envious of people and I hear people going into the office and they have the banter and the chat and there's someone to offload to. Um, yeah. So I tend to, as all my customers know, I do like a natter. Uh, we I chat to my customers, uh, which I've got to not do so much now because I've got to allow them in and out. In a, in a, <laughs> so we'll see. It's it's easy, isn't it? To if you've got this sort of idea that you want, you know, you want to do something for yourself, but maybe you're still in a job, and it's very easy to come up with the excuses. I used to do it all the time. I, you know, and money is always one, isn't it? You're always yeah. like, oh, but the yeah. money. And also there's these ideas of like, oh, what will people think of me? You know, putting yourself out there. There's, there's yeah. so much, isn't there, that we can create in our minds. Sort Completely. Of and, and, and I mean, you know me well. I'm, I'm, I still struggle with, I mean, even this, you know, I struggle with being the face of Pot and Vessel. 
Um, and, you know, you've always been a, a, a wonderful push that that's, you know, and then maybe I don't have to be the face, but I need to be engaged and out there and, and speaking and communicating. And that's how the marketplace works now. Um, and I'm still someone that prefers to be, you know, behind the scenes. I've been behind the scenes in all the jobs I've had. You know, I like that. And so that that pushes me outside of my comfort zone. And, you know, you're, you've embraced technology. You've embraced all that really, really well. Um, and it's inspiring. And that's something, you know, that, that I have to make myself do all the time. Um, yeah. It's work, constant work. Because I, every time I sort of post something, I, I'm thinking, uh, and well, not always. Sometimes I'll be in a good mood and I'm like throwing stuff out there and not wearing it. But if you're having an off week. Yeah, you really like, overthink it, don't you? <laughs> you're overthinking and thinking, oh, and it, it, sort of all the negative thoughts sort of crowd in, don't they? And it's totally yeah. natural. It happens to everyone. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think having support around you is really good at a time like that. So I have um, groups that I'm in that are supportive and that will say, you know, just just keep going. Just keep yeah. going. You know, yeah. that's it. Out, reach out to the network you've got. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, like I said, it can be lonely doing your own thing. And you're worried that if you're going to, you're going to show weakness or show that you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but I think you have to just find those few people that you can express that to um, and that you feel comfortable doing that with. And and that's so important. And that's the same as in any job, isn't it? You you know, you've, yeah. you feel like you've got the imposter syndrome. And we all, we've all had that. Um, yeah. And it's going to carry on. And I think just get over it. <laughs> um, yeah. That's all That's all you can do. Uh, and you're going to have good days and bad days. You actually have to just ignore what your mind is telling you. Yes. Mind, the voice is not right. The voice that's yeah. telling you, you yeah. shouldn't do this because you know, you're not good enough. And yeah. how dare you, how dare you do that? It's not true. Ignore that no. point. No. <laughs> I think it's so, you know, you, you can set up easily. You can, you can test the water now. I mean, I started off doing mm. um, market stalls um, at Sangate Farmers Market. Um, and in fact, a wonderful friend of mine, if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't be doing this. She, um, she'd heard me talking for so long about starting Pot and Vessel and it was going to just be pots. Uh, and and some plants and she had a stall down at Sangate Market and said why don't you come and share the stall with me and just test it out see how you feel it's all very well planning in your head that you're going to sell but I might hate selling to the public I might not get on with people I don't know I've never done it so um, <laughs> she invited me down and then bless her heart on the day she went I think I'm not going to do it today you have the stall and I never looked back I loved it um, so sometimes you need the push. You do need a push sometimes. Um, yeah. Start off, start off small, isn't it? You know, you you just yeah, send little things out there. You can set up your Instagram. You can set up all your websites. You can get all those things done. Um, and just you're still testing the water. It doesn't have to cost a lot, does it, to begin? I think that we're in a wonderful position right now in terms of technology um, that you can set something up with pretty much no um, overheads. You know, yeah. what you say, you can get started in a small yeah. way with yeah. just, a, you can sell from Instagram, you can, you know, you don't even yeah. necessarily need a website and tools that we've got, that we sometimes moan about, you know, like social media, but I mean, how wonderful, we've got free, a free way to speak yeah. to people who potentially are on the same wavelength as us and will connect with what we're trying to offer, you know, the world, whatever yeah. that might be, you know. Exactly. Um, it can be anything and I just think the the tools are there and 
you don't have to have huge amount of money behind you. No, and you can dip your toe in and and see where it takes you. And quite yeah. often, you know, it's it's like you know, every great journey starts with one step and that first beginning step, and you have to make that step. Yeah. And then, you know, as in my case, you know, I absolutely was adamant I was never going to have a shop, um, and here I am. So it's you know, it, it that's how it ended up progressing um, in yeah. small steps. And I've you know, it's it's taken a while. Um, but it, it was a natural progression, wasn't it? Natural. And you're never overreaching, sort of. You just no. and I've still got loads. Of, you know, I haven't. My website is permanently under construction, as you know. Um, which you know, again, leads me back to the whole social media platforms. You know, over the whole of the last few months where we've been closed, all my sales have been through social media, which um, is not probably how I would recommend running a business because it's extremely time-consuming, but just in a way of for someone who was starting out just the possibilities yeah. are there and for me to have been able to continue as i have through that um just shows what what can be done it really does yeah totally i, I totally agree so um let's finish up and i'll let you get on with your day but um I was, what, have you got any particular top tips for anyone who is thinking about taking the plunge starting small you know like you said what yeah, would start small and just do it just do something <laughs> I mean I'm well, I am absolutely the queen of faffing and the queen of I want it to be perfect and I, I hold on to it until I think and of course it's never going to be perfect it's never going to be the right time um and again that's something that that you know us you've helped me with that just do it just yeah. push it out there and the funny thing is, is I mean, I've done it with Instagram posts where I've really been tweaking them, I've, you know, and, and then I've ended up sending the wrong one and it's not the one I wanted. And yet everybody loves it. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Nobody knew that you were going to do the other one. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, you know, it, 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 yeah, just I do it. Just action, do it. Action is so powerful. It's like we can think things to death, can't we? Yeah. We can just think yeah. it and think it and think it. But every time you take the even just small, small action, it is so powerful. You're taking steps towards where you- It feels so good, doesn't it? It feels so good yeah. when you do that one thing for yourself. It's all yours. It's all yeah. yours. Um, and you know, you own that and it feels good. It really yeah. feels good to do. And that, that, was, that was actually one of the things I wanted to bring it back to is this idea of how wonderful, if you have got that feeling that you want to do something, it's like an itch, isn't it? Yeah. When you, do take the action and you do try, you know, maybe you're not going to succeed straight away and you'll have stumbles. Of course, we all do. Yep. Um, but it's like you get such a wonderful sense of satisfaction that it's it's good for our mental health and well-being, I think. You know? when, when everything's, you know, when I when everything's going off at home or the kids have got problems or relationships or whatever else is going on in our in our busy lives. And we've all you know, we've all got that. I come here and I open the, the, you know, open the door to the shop, make a coffee. And that is, that is honestly the only time that's my own time that I can sit down um, and, and reflect a bit. And it's, it's invaluable. It gets me through. It just, yeah, you need that. You need to nourish yourself. It's yeah. food, isn't it? You need to nourish yourself um, with your creativity and whatever that is. And for me, it's been this, um, you know, everybody's got their own thing. Um, yeah. and yeah. you owe it to yourself you owe it to yourself don't you absolutely and the thing is work you know work our livelihood is such a huge part of life yeah. isn't it it's a huge yeah. percentage chunk of our life and so 
when you are doing something that you're passionate about it's yeah. you know it's it, it is actually transformational in terms of your um Absolutely. your happiness yeah and, and I think that then feeds into health and well-being and all the other stuff I think it's all connected Definitely. Um, I it's so funny I, I've just had this thing going around in my head this week that I've been I've used it in a post I'll just try and find it I'll try and remember it it was um ha uh, perfection is an illusion that leads to dissatisfaction and I kept saying that to myself this week it's like it's not possible so no. every time you try and achieve it it's like you're just going to be letting yourself down yeah. you? you're just adding another stress yeah. and I, funnily enough I, I wonder how differently if I'd started this business before I had children how different it would be um and you know sometimes I'm envious of people who have got all that time or I envisage they've got all that time but then I remember, you know, I remember the dramas of my 20s and 30s, you know, there was loads going on. Yeah. Um, and I wonder whether, in fact, now, um, because I've got kids, it makes me calmer. You know, I've had to learn to be patient. I've had to learn, you know, when you walk through a town centre or a supermarket with a screaming child and, you know, you've got sick all over you and all that stuff that happens to you when you're a mum that you never thought would, you know, all that stuff that you thought you were never going to be like that kind of mother. <laughs> and we've all done it. And, yeah. you know, and I think going through that actually has made me a, a better business owner or, or you yeah. know, whatever I am now. Um, and, and I've, you know, I'm not so scared to, for it to go wrong and for, for, to have to try another way of doing it, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that's 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 been the biggest lesson for me is letting go of that wanting it to be perfect. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. Oh, that's great. That's really great advice. Thank you, Rachel. I really appreciate you coming to chat with me. It's so nice to see you. Thank and um, I love we've got a little comment from Annie saying, "Yeah, you're both right. Lockdown, being self-employed, being a mum, you can't put it all into boxes. You just have to let go and be natural and let it all mix together. Let go of expectations being perfect. So you're so right, Annie. And I know yeah. Annie has her own business too. Yeah. So thank you, Rachel. And I hope to see you soon. I'll come and pop yeah. by the shop and give you a wave. And um, isn't it lovely that you're open again? So everyone, it is. Yeah. Good luck to all the little businesses opening up this week. Yeah. Yeah. And you're on. Dover Road aren't you just for anyone who, am, who um, hasn't been down there and I'll drop a link um, to your your Facebook page shall I in the comments okay and I'll see you later thank you so much for listening today don't forget that you can subscribe to listen to more episodes you can leave a review if you've enjoyed today's episode and you can share with your friends, and I'd really appreciate that. Look forward to seeing you next week, and if you need a few moments out for yourself, I've left a free guided relaxation recording in the notes for this podcast. Take care, guys. See you next time.